Hello, and welcome back to the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. This show exists to provide representation for women of color in the environmental space, to highlight their stories, and to educate the masses about how to be more eco-friendly every day. From gardening to thrifting, minimalism to veganism, sustainable business owners to influencers, environmentalists to activists, we are all on a journey to taking better care of our bodies and our planet. I'm your host, Ariel Green. We have a very special bonus episode today. And as I'm sure you saw by the title, I'm going to be telling you about how I was invited to run for local office. If you all have been listening for a while, then you know that I live in Georgia, which is recently turned blue in this last election. And we know how important and how groundbreaking that was for Georgia to be blue after, I believe, 50 years. So it was huge. And we've gotten a lot of new people coming to Georgia You know, we have a bigger film industry now, so I think we're getting a lot of transplants from different places, from more progressive places like California and New York. We really have a chance of keeping Georgia blue, and it's important for local offices to reflect that, you know, it starts at the ground level. And of course, local office is the ground level. And to have more Democrats in those positions is going to be very important with keeping Georgia blue. Before I get too deep into this episode, I do have to do a little bit of self-promo. I have just created a Patreon so that you guys can have the opportunity to support Sustainable Brown Girl on a monthly basis if you just have two or three or five dollars a month, it would be greatly appreciated if you could just toss it towards Sustainable Brown Girl to go towards keeping the radio show on air, to keeping the podcast consistent and, you know, just being able to share the good word of sustainability and providing representation within the environmental space. So there are links down in the show notes. So please go check it out and you know, toss some money this way if you can. Thank you so much. I'm a registered Democrat and I have donated to only one political um, candidate and that was my hero, Bernie Sanders. You know, I'm on a few text message lists, a few email lists, and I like a couple of times a week, honestly, I probably get some text messages from either Bernie Sanders campaign, other Democratic campaigns, or um, I get texts from Move On. So I'm within the database for, you know, political texts and messaging. A couple of weeks ago, I got a text message. And I'll read it to you. This is what it says. Hi, Ariel. This is Safi, a volunteer with the Democratic Party of Georgia. We're looking for folks in Coweta County to run for local office. Would you like info on how to run? And I said, sure. (laughs) She says the window to file for office is March 7th through 11th and the primary is May 24th. Are there any particular issues you'd want to address in your community. 
And you guys know what I'm all about. I mean, like my main thing is environmentalism and sustainability. So I told her that and she said, I really appreciate you sharing your thoughts. We'll be in touch this week with more info. So that was January 22nd. I, you guys know that I have been living in this area. I mean, maybe you don't, but if you've listened to the podcast in the past six months, then you'll know that I have a local radio show. I'm a volunteer at my local community garden, and I'm a board member there. You know, I love where I live. I've been living here for over 15 years. I mean, all of my adult life. I moved here when I was 19. Even though I have lived here all of my adult life, I will say that I didn't start getting more involved in my local area until really maybe three years ago. It was a, it took me a long time to decide that I really wanted to live here. I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but it's related, I guess, because we're talking about local office and, you know, being a representative of your town. And I think the amount of time that you spend there and the impact that you can have or, you know, just your involvement within the area is important when you are running for office. You know, you are supposed to be a representative of your constituents, you know, so you should have some type of relationship with them. You should know the history of your town and, you know, your area. You should know the type of people who live there and the issues that are important to them. It's only been maybe three or four years that I've really started becoming more involved with the area because for a long time, I didn't think that I wanted to live here <laughs> long term. But once I did starting start getting involved in, you know, my husband and I went to other places, you know, other states and um, cities that we thought we might want to move to. And it just wasn't it. So I finally, you know, just put decided that this is where I'm going to put roots down. And since then, I have fallen in love with the city that I live in. Back to these text messages so they asked me if um, I would be interested in running for local office. So the next week, Jacob, who's a volunteer with the Georgia Dems, sent me a text message and said, thank you for your interest and in info on running for office. In your area, we are recruiting for county commissioner in my district, you know, the district in which I live in. He asked me if I would be interested in that. Later, they sent a link um, describing what a county commissioner does. Before I got that link, I, you know, kind of looked it up. I looked up my county commissioners and it was four old white men and one older black man. And I mean, honestly, I wasn't surprised. Again, if you guys have listened to the podcast for a while, you'll know that my city is majority white. That wasn't surprising to me to see that, you know, it was old white men on the on the county commissioners plus one older black man. They sent me um, some other information about the uh, county commissioner. Um, and then they asked me if I had any questions. And so, you know, like my main question is what type of campaigning would I have to do, you know? And then, of course, I was concerned about raising money for those campaigns. 
And Jacob replied back and said that campaigns for local offices are typically inexpensive. If you do need to raise funds, we will be setting up meetings with local leaders who can offer advice on all that. So then he also sent a message telling me what the county commissioner does. Not only are they looking for county commissioners in my county, they're also looking for school board representatives or whatever that's called. I think they need someone for city council. And then also they're looking for someone to be like on the federal or maybe it's not federal, but the county judges or something like that. School board, you know, I feel like you kind of need to have some background with education, which I don't, other than teaching English to Chinese kids online for like six months. Um, So I don't think I'd be the best person for that. And then I would think you would also need some type of legal background in order to, you know, serve on the county judges or whatever. Let me tell you guys what the county commissioner does. The County Board of Commissioners serves as the county's legislative body. They oversee county business, set up the county budget and tax rates, pass resolutions and ordinances, and establish county policies. They also ensure funding for construction and maintenance of county roads and bridges and establish proper funding and policies for social welfare programs. In most counties, candidates must be at least 21 years old and have lived in the county for at least a year. This is a paid position and may be part-time or full-time depending on the size of the county. By the time, you know, I got this text message, um, you know, and I had a chance to review it, I was intrigued, you know. I wanted to know more, you know. I wanted to know more about what it takes to run for local office. You know, I'm still haven't really had all my questions answered about campaigning and, you know, all that. One thing I did also find in my research was that the county commissioner position is is a two year term. And, you know, of course, they're going to be voting in this upcoming election in November. So but I still didn't have all of the information that I wanted. So Jacob from the Georgia Democrats said that there was going to be a meeting to talk with people in the county about running for local office and how to win. And that meeting took place on this past Saturday. And I decided to go just to get more information. I told Jacob that, you know, I'm interested in learning more, but I'm probably not going to run this year just because it just seems like such a big commitment. Running for office is, and, you know, being a local representative, to me, is a big deal. I've never really wanted to be a politician. You know, it's not ever really been something that's on my radar. I know that I want to be involved in my community, you know, which is why I volunteer at the community garden and, I have the radio show, which, you know, is helping me to make more connections within the community. But as far as being a politician, that's never, you know, really crossed my mind. I wanted to go to get more information to share with my audience. You know, I know that being 
progressives and being minorities or women in the political field is important. You know, we need to have more representation. We definitely need to have more progressives. And I know that, you know, that's a large part of my community are women of color and progressives. You know, I just wanted to get more information to share with you guys. And as I mentioned before, this is a Republican county. I was before I went to this meeting, I was like, you know, I will be happy if there are 10 people there. You know, if Jacob was able to round up 10 people to come to this local meeting about running for local office for the Democrats, I would have been happy with 10 people. But you guys, I get there and there is only one other person. Another person eventually came. So there were three potential candidates, but it gets worse because I was the only progressive. Honestly, I was the only Democrat there, even though Jacob is from the Georgia Democrats. The two other people that he rounded up, one was an independent and one was a registered Republican. Okay. Okay. This just threw me for a loop. As you can imagine, the meeting didn't quite go as planned. Now, aside from the three potential candidates, including myself, there were three other people who were running it. Um, One of them was the head of the Coweta Democrat chair or something like that, older white lady. Um, And then there was a older white man who had run for a political office before, but he hadn't won. Um, He's also a progressive. He said that his main topics are legalizing marijuana and expanding Medicare. And then the third person who was running this meeting was the county commissioner, the black guy that I was telling you about, who is a county commissioner who's an older Black man. And then as for the potential candidates, you know, we had myself, a 30-something Black woman, progressive. And then we had the independent, who was a 50-something Black man. And then we had the registered Republican, who was a 60-something Black woman from Chicago, who had just moved to the state six months ago. So this lady walked in and one of the first things out of her mouth was to tell us that she was a registered Republican. She's not even sure how she got on this list. So not off to a good start. Of course, I could tell that the people who were running this were like, what the heck is going on? What did Jacob bring us? (laughs) Or Jacob, this isn't his fault. I don't think. I don't know. Without going into too much detail, I don't know if you guys want the rundown of everything that happened, but some of the things that really stood out to me, of course, was this Black woman who hasn't even been living in the county for a year. By the time the election comes up, I think she will be at her year mark, but... You know, she knows nothing about this area. She's from Chicago, completely different demographic, and she's not even a Democrat. She said that she was, all she wanted was to bear arms. And the guys or the people who were running the thing were like, you have that right, you know? And she's like, yeah, I have my guns. And, 
she said, you know, she has her concealed weapon uh, certificate or whatever it's called. And, you know, but it's in Chicago and they're like, OK, just go pay your twenty five dollars to get it here in Georgia. <laughs> you know, so it was just weird. And then the independent guy, his main question was, why? It's like, why, why, what? He wants to know, why are we running for office when this is a Republican, you know, area? And the people are like, well, we got to give them options, you know? And they said that Georgia is one of the places that has the highest number of people running for office unopposed. So there are Republicans running in places where if there was a Democrat running, they could probably win. But there's no one running, you know, as a Democrat in those areas. You know, even though it's where I live is Republican majority, when I voted in the last election, I did notice that there were several seats for, you know, people running for office and they were unopposed, you know. So I totally see that in this area. And yes, it is important for there to be options. That is what democracy is. So, you know, it's just very strange to see these people have showed up for this thing where they're looking for Democrats and they're not Democrats. They don't even seem to um, fully understand democracy. And even though I went there with the notion to just be gathering information after seeing the other potential options, you guys, it's scared me into actually wanting to run. The thing is, is that I don't necessarily want to, you know, is this my ministry? Is my ministry to be a politician? (laughs) Sure, it's local office. I don't know if I would really go further than that. I don't know. Maybe, who knows? I could be the next senator from Georgia. Who knows what the future holds? But it's just been very interesting to to see that and to have the opportunity to be able to run for office and to be in the position to where i feel like i have a good support system where i'm you know making connections and possibly have a good chance of winning um now that i am at the community garden you know they support me so much uh, i told them that I was going to go to this meeting because I had to leave the garden early yesterday because I go there on Saturdays to volunteer. And they were so excited. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's it's nice to have that support system and to, and to really feel like I could win if I wanted to, you know, or I could have a good chance. It's really got me thinking. Still, one of my biggest concerns is the campaigning part, because I know that it requires money and time to be able to run for an office, even if it is, you know, a local office of position. And this is one of my biggest concerns because I know how difficult it is to raise money because I can barely raise enough money for my radio show. And that's $250 a month. Speaking of sign up for my Patreon to help keep my show on the air and also to help the podcast in general just stay on air and, you know, be consistent. 
As I said in the beginning, one of my biggest concerns was going to be the campaigning thing. And at this meeting, because of these other two potential candidates, honestly, they derailed the meeting talking about things that just weren't relevant for this and not helpful for someone who's like seriously considering running for office. I did ask the question about campaigning, you know, what type of support could they provide? And the chair said that they, you know, have access to text banks and, um, you know, a few other resources. But also to Jacob, the guy from the Georgia Democrats, he sent over a link that had a lot more resources. So I'll tell you guys some of the res- some some of the resources that are available. I don't think this is all just in Georgia. Some of it is. So for example, if you guys are thinking of running for office, because like I said, I went there to get more information because it's so important to have local representatives, local progressive, diverse representatives. So the Democratic Party of Georgia offers a range of training sessions and candidate resources to support local candidates. Rep Georgia offers a leadership training program to prepare future candidates for public service. If you're under 40, there's an organization called Run for Something that has a whole program to support people who are under 40 running for office. You could also request access to Vote Builder, which I think they, you know, um, offer the text banks and stuff like that. And there's the National Council of Independent Living that has designed a program for training people with disabilities. And then there's also Get Her Elected, which connects women running for office to professionals who volunteer their time to support progressive campaigns. And lastly, there's Vote Mama, which is a membership program that connects Democratic moms with young children to other moms who have run for office. That gave a lot of information. And also, too, um, Jacob sent some like other training materials and uh, stuff like that so that I could learn more about what it takes to run for office. So that was really helpful. So where are we now? as far as how I feel about running for office. Honestly, I thought that I was just going to go to this meeting, get a little bit of information, see a couple other of couple of other candidates who I thought would be great so I wouldn't have to run or feel compelled to run. But that did not happen. And while I went into that meeting at a two on a scale of one to 10 with thinking about running, I'm now at about a five, maybe a six. So long story short, stay tuned. I don't know what's going to happen. I'll have to decide by, I think, March 7th, they said, is the deadline to submit your interest in running. So there's going to be another meeting for the people who are interested in running. Maybe there'll be someone else there next time who is interested, who I wouldn't mind getting behind. (laughs) But if not, it's something that I'm going to keep considering. 
So yes, stay tuned for more on that. I said in my New Year's podcast that I wanted to get more involved locally, which I have, you know, I have the radio show and everything. I've made some more connections with Keep Noon and Beautiful and a local utility company. They're going to be on the radio show um, next month. You know, I'm making connections. I'm getting more involved. And running for office is just one step further that I didn't know that I would be taking this year. Still not sure if I am, but it's on my radar. And I just wanted to share that with you guys because, you know, I know I'm not the only person who lives in a place where you have the opportunity to run for office and possibly win. So I just want to encourage you to look into it if it's something that you might even be remotely interested in, because we need people like us to represent our cities and our towns and our counties and our states. So if I can do it, like, I know I have the podcast and the radio show, but you guys, I'm very shy. Sometimes I'm socially awkward. So, you know, that's also a concern with me thinking about running for office. Like, what if someone attacks me, you know, who someone who attacks my um, political views or whatever, or even attacks me for wearing my underwear on Instagram? Like, am I going to have to turn off all of my social media? I don't, you know, I'll keep the podcast because, you know, that's something I'm proud of. I'm not, you know, I don't really expose myself. I don't say anything that I don't stand behind. Not not that I don't in my personal Instagram and stuff, but it's just a little bit more risque. But, um, you know, it's a lot to consider. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. And I would love your opinions on what you think about running for local office. Do you think I should do it? <laughs> Would you do it? Do you live in a place where you think that you have a chance of winning? I mean, even if you don't have a chance of winning, you know, sometimes it's still good to put your name in the hat. So that is that. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Please do sign up for my Patreon. Go follow us on Instagram subscribe to the podcast do all the things to support this this platform because we need representation and that's what sustainable brown girl is all about thank you so much for listening and until next time let's continue to make better choices for the health of our bodies and for the health of the planet <laughs>